You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. And we are back. Okay, we are accepting guests at this time. I got my co-host, uh, Jane, with me. Um, we're going to play some music, so if you bear with us for a second until we get a caller, then we'll be right back. I'm all up underneath the no smoking sign. So I wish they'd tell me how justice got so
we're back. We're waiting on calls. If you want to call, go ahead and call in. Jane White, and while we're waiting for callers to call in, um, I wanted to go back to the Trump rally and reflect on what that means for our constitutional rights. Um, What happened was a fundamental um, usurpment of our First Amendment right to assemble and our freedom of speech. Uh, What the protesters failed to realize is that um, when they abuse or disrupt the Trump supporters' right to gather and to support Trump and to discuss the issues of the day, um, they are ultimately harming their own goals in getting their voice heard properly in a fair... Hey, Josh, this is Brian. How are you? Hey, bro. How's it going? Uh, we got about 15 minutes left. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Uh, your opinion on won the Trump rally and what Ted Cruz said about it. Uh, you're talking about the Chicago situation last night where it had to be shut down? Yeah, bro. And uh, also, if you could enlighten the people that are listening uh, about moving it out of Cincinnati somewhere else. I'm sorry. It's a little hard to hear. What was what did you say about Cincinnati? I seen where you posted that it was going to be moved to the outskirts of Cincinnati. Well, it's not the outskirts of Cincinnati, I guess. It's uh, Westchester, which is which would be, I don't know, three and a half to four hours from me, whereas Cincinnati's about an hour and 45 minutes. Um, I don't know. I guess at this point they're moving them to places that are safer. Cincinnati is a big um, leftist town. There's a lot of black mob violence down there. That's why I was concerned with possibly going and taking some guys, one, just, just to witness uh, I don't want to wait till May for a Trump rally. I want to go and get in on one as soon as possible, witness listen, witness it, see what it is. Um, and two, uh, if it's a po- if it's a situation like Chicago, to possibly get in there and do my part to try to keep it from being shut down. These people don't have any respect for uh, free speech or freedom of assembly, and it's been that way for a long time. The only difference now, people are saying, you know, Ted Cruz is blaming us on Trump and. These other people are blaming on Trump. The only difference now is that there are large amounts of people standing up to these communists and standing up to these uh, Black Lives Matter activists, whereas before it was a one-way situation. They would go out and do what they do, 
all the people who were they were um you know whether it was a black brunch sit in or some or uh the baseball games that they disrupted or the the businesses and restaurants that they attacked basically the victims would, would sit there and run or hide or resist or apologize for what was happening to them and now people have identified with Trump as a leader for what has been the silent majority and they're fighting back so you are going to see more violence you're going to see it on a bigger scale and it's going to be two-way violence and of course, um, the people who are used to getting their way are unhappy with that. But you know, tough shit for them. I'm all for it. You know, if there's if if we can do things peacefully and do them right, and, and everybody gets their say, and everybody has freedom of speech, that's great. Because we don't go to their events and disrupt their events. Nobody goes to left wing events and shuts them down. Nobody goes to uh, you know Black Lives Matter events and shuts them down. The gay pride parade, any of that, shuts it down. Their communist meetings, we don't even know when they are. We don't care about them, and we certainly don't take our time. Uh, to go shut them down. So if they want to shut our stuff down, then I'm all for people defending themselves as aggressively as possible. Exactly. Use uh, violence when needed. And uh, I was mentioning earlier before you called in, uh, maybe do you believe there could be any establishment conspiracy uh, payoffs on Chicago Police Department to maybe turn the other cheek and only arrest a few people? I haven't looked real deeply into who got arrested. There's a story going around that a black man who was a Trump supporter um, was shot last night. And if you look at the videos inside the venue, some of the most aggressive people on Trump's side were not white. Um, There's a really large man who kind of has a Muslim look, and he's got something, he's got a flag on him. He's also got something wrapped around his neck. He was a Trump supporter, and he was at the at the tip of the spear pushing and shoving people. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of white conservatives whatsoever in Chicago. So a large number of the Trump supporters, you know, probably were, you know, multiracial people and that and that's great. And and, you know, as we've seen time and time again, sometimes for whatever reason, uh white people aren't willing to stand up for themselves physically. So, you know, at this point I know for a fact Trump has a lot of supporters uh that are not white, that are, that are all different types of people who were previously independent, previously Democrat, whatever, and I welcome them to get out there and stand up to this too because the bottom line is, you know, in America, you should you should be able to say what you have to say as long as it's not directly threatening or hateful, and, and there hasn't been anything like that coming out of Trump. There wasn't anything even mildly aggressive coming out of him until people were coming to his rallies and being aggressive at his rallies, and he basically said, hey, if this is how they're going to act, then let's respond accordingly. And even that seems crazy. People, oh, my God, I can't believe he's saying that. But that, that That's not crazy. That's common sense. It's just there's a certain group of people in America who aren't allowed to talk that way. We're not allowed to stand up for ourselves. We're not allowed to say those things. So people are, are acting like they're hearing something that they've never heard before, and, and maybe they are, but it's, it's fine with me. Uh, truthfully, I believe him and uh, whoever he nominates, which looking – Carson, maybe Christie is truly the last hope for America at this point. We cannot afford a, another liberal or communist. I mean, that's. I mean, he admits that he is. That we can't afford that at this point. Yeah, we're not going to stop. I mean, we're not. Okay, here, here's my opinion. It's just my opinion, and uh, hopefully, I'm at least partially right because I could be wrong going either way. But one. He's not going to get in there and save us. He's not going to do everything he says um, that he wants to do. And some of the things that he wants to do, I'm totally against. The guy's an authoritarian. 
he believes really strongly in, in military interventionism, which I don't. He believes really strongly in the powers of the government and the police, which I would like to see scaled back. But some of the things that he says, building a wall at this point is necessary. Stopping the demographic change in America is necessary because we're bringing in millions and millions of people, and if they get the right to vote, if they get amnesty, they're naturally going to vote for what's good for them. And what's good for them is not good for the rest of us. What's good for them are handouts and free medical and free school and welfare and things that they need to get on their feet here. So, I mean, I'm not blaming them. I'm not saying they're bad people, but, but giving those things out to them and to people who are already here who don't want to work for anything, that's not in our best interest. So I think he'll stem the tide of that. He's definitely going to slow that down. We're going to change directions. We're going to stop going down the hill and start slowly working our way back up. Uh, it's, it's not the miracle cure. It's not going to happen overnight. He, even if he wants to, he's not going to be able to do everything, every single thing that he says that he wants to. So it's important for us to understand that, that this is not our savior, but this is a, a leader. This is a rallying point. If people support Trump, then they need to quit being quiet. They need to sit back, quit sitting back and, and looking at what's going on. They need to get involved. They need to stand up for the first time in their lives and say, yeah, this is what I support. I don't care who doesn't like it. And I'm happy you don't like it. And here I am, you know, and they really need to take this as a wake up call and get out and do everything they can to get behind this. Because this guy I don't think he's a fake at this point. I don't see how anybody could feel like this is a setup or that he's a fake. I mean, we know exactly what he is, good or bad, take it or leave it. Everybody needs to get up and get out there and follow this guy who's put his ass on the line for us. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, going back to what you just said, uh, one on free handouts, in my opinion, it's like enabling an addict that, you know, to a certain extent, I could have better words for it, but you keep giving it to them for free. They're not going to get up and look for a job and go and help themselves. And that also goes with immigration. And back to your point of standing up, that's why I reached out to you and Sons of Daughters of Liberty and got membership because it's time that we do do something and speak out about constitutional rights being and French upon, and we got about five, six minutes left. If you want to take that time and explain what the SDL is all about, feel free to, bro. Sure. Me and uh, two other guys, a guy named Ryan Ramsey and a guy named Josh Long, uh, started the Sons and Daughters of Liberty. And what it was is we we know that, that there's lots of different other things out there people could be doing with their time, things they could put their energy into, and, and a lot of them are great, and that's what the group is about, is supporting some of the existing things that are successful. We we encourage people to support uh, the National Rifle Association and other groups that are doing things for our gun rights. We encourage our members to support um, Numbers USA and groups that are doing things to stop the illegal immigrant invasion. But at the same time, when we looked at the Republican Party, the Libertarian Party, so on and so forth, we found things that were in common with them, and we encouraged our members to work within all these parties, but at the same time, we didn't feel like our cause and our belief system was clearly defined. So we came up with a um, a new political ideology we call American Constitutional Nationalism. What that means is we go back to the Constitution, we put our faith and our efforts in it, we want to strengthen it, we want to always have it interpreted on the side of the people and on individual liberties, and we're nationalists. Nationalists has become kind of a dirty word, but to us, nationalist means that we do put America first. We're not ashamed of it. What is good for America and good for all of America's people of all types 
is what we want, and that's what we put first. We don't care about foreign aid. We don't care about military interventions. We don't care about other countries' wars. We don't care about letting people come here because they're downtrodden or they don't have the courage to defend their own country. We go by the Constitution. We put America first. And our website is www.sdliberty.com, and we have dozens and dozens of pages on Facebook, and there are other groups called the Sons and Daughters of Liberty, which is fine. Um, but if, you, if you're having trouble finding us specifically, it's a red, white, and blue shield that says SDL on the top of the shield, and there's a lot of pages that say SD Liberty. Um, we encourage everyone of all, of all types, even of all political affiliations, to get involved in this project. We have a lot of Republicans. We have a lot of Libertarians. We have a lot of people who have never been involved in politics in their life. Um, if you believe that the Constitution is right, and if you believe that was a gift our forefathers gave us and that that is still the best document that we can use going forward to figure out what's best for all of us, and then if you believe in putting America first, then this is where you belong. If you don't believe in those two things, keep doing what you're doing. And that's all it, right. brother. I don't know how much time we got left. Uh, we got about a minute. Uh, it was great for you to call in, and uh, I appreciate you calling in and filling everybody in on topics that I ask about. You're very intellectual when it comes to that, and have a good night, brother. Hey, thank you, sir. Thanks for uh, doing this, and thanks for coming on board, and I look forward to meeting you someday. Take care of yourself. All right, you too. All right. Well, people of America, we had a great night. Well, people of America, we had a great night. Uh, I thank Brian James for calling in. Uh, he's always got great things to say. Uh, we are going to end this talk show at this point. Uh, me and Jane thank anybody that's called in or had anything to say. We appreciate it greatly. We will be back on next Saturday night. Have a blessed night and take care.